Well, they. Wow, dude. Wow. They wow. Is wow. She. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wasted Local Talent. I don't know who is in this interview. You did the interview. Coco and June, I just remembered. Yep. You yep. yep. <laughs> yes, schmo. Yes. Indeed. Yes. yes. This, was, I, this was one of Chris's first few interviews that we've had. It was. Was it? It was your <clears throat> second interview. It was my second. Yeah. 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 Cecily yeah. would be here, but she's like over in fucking Denmark. Denmark. Oh, is that where she is? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. She's oh, like, I just thought she was at like a hipster festival somewhere in like <laughs> Utah. I thought, in Utah. I didn't realize she was in another country. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. That makes yeah. a lot more sense then, based on the pictures that she's been posting. <laughs> I was really confused. <laughs> Denmark? It's a real European vibe to this uh, Midwestern that's town here. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. So yeah, we had Coco and June. Um, I wasn't a part of this interview, so I don't know what Thank they do. God. <laughs> they is she. And <laughs> she does uh, paintings. Uh, and, positive artwork yeah, positive inspired artwork. by, you know, West Virginia. Yeah. But I think she also does, like, some apparel and stuff. Yeah, too. she also has got a line of a, apparel that um, focuses on a lot of positive phrases and things yeah. like that, picking people up. She made me feel very happy. Yeah, she was. She's, like, real big on positive energy. Yeah. And I'm not, so that was, like... Me too. Uh, it was a good change of pace for it me. It was a good change of pace. Spending so much time around you and Daniel just really brings me down. Yeah, I, I, there's so, no doubt. How do you think we feel? There's no doubt. <laughs> so here's what she sent me to say. <laughs> what, did she want, what did she want us to say about it? Uh, she says, Coco and June is a company dedicated to spreading positivity and kindness through art and lifestyle goods. I feel like we hit that pretty much nail on the yeah, head. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it was good. Like, I was looking at it, and I was I like, was oh, shooting from the much, hip. Yeah. This was like yeah. six weeks ago, bro. Yeah. She also wants to, wants you guys to mention how gorgeous she is. She is very gorgeous. She's a beautiful yeah. lady. Beautiful lady. She is, yes. yes. So. <laughs> beautiful lady, sweet lady. Even with the flu, she was still stunning. Yeah, she was, and particularly upbeat, because yes. man flu, everybody flu, knows, yeah. I, I turn into miserable... Yeah. Subhuman. I would have walked in here with a sleeping bag wrapped around my body, <laughs> shuffling like some weird human caterpillar. Half cocked on whiskey yeah. from too many hot toddies. Hotties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to survive the flu. I think man. we talked about hotty toddies. We episode, did. We did we? talk about yeah. hotty toddies, yeah. about how they were crucial. I decided to listen to crucial. it. Actually, myself, I actually cause... broke down my whole like <clears throat> sinus infection remedy. Which uh, you have to tune in later for that. Yeah, tune in to hear what Chris Rabb does whenever he's congested. When I'm feeling because a little, I'm feeling sure a little. Everybody wants to hear that. Feeling a little gunky. <laughs> feeling a little gunky. Are you? Take it to a five step plan. Get that solved real quick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, so we got to the so. So, uh, all right. So we got a couple things we got to go over. We don't have to go over them. This makes me sound like a fucking teacher. Thunder Prince. Thunder Prince. Jed, tell me a little bit about Thunder Prince. Thunder Prince is a little company up in Morgantown, West Virginia. And they produce all types of goods and apparels. And they are a screen printing company. So any image or text or phrase or picture of your dog that you would like to have printed on a piece of fabric and or textile, they can accommodate you. 
Burlap sack. Yeah, they got it. They'll do it. Yep. Burlap fucking sack. You can hit them up on Facebook, ThunderPrinceWV. Instagram, ThunderPrinceWV, I think also. Yep. And, and then they also have the Thunder Supply Co. Yes. That you can check out for all of your supply needs. Yeah, and if you use the promo code THUNDER13, you'll get 15% off I'm glad you said that because I thought it was 10. Nice. It's probably 10. They'll give you a percentage. <laughs> off it is order. a percentage. You will receive a discount out of one hundred. <laughs> out of one hundred, a percentage off of one hundred could be one, could be fifteen, could be thirteen. It's I probably thirteen. It's, oh yeah, I think it. It might be thirteen. Was it thirteen? I don't remember. Yeah, it's been so long. But yeah, you'll get you'll get a discount. You will get a discount. Take it or leave it. Don't use it. Whatever. Use like, it or lose it. it. You should use it. It'd be great. Make Thunder greats. Thunder thirteen. Make great. Uh, she makes great shirts. The comfy. Yeah. I've stole several 13 bombs <laughs> t-shirts from this place. Quite a few. Megan and Matt. Megan and Matt Stewart. Love you guys. Not, uh, yes. not the worst idea I've ever had. Also, if you're listening to this, uh, please give your dogs a kiss. Yes. Indiana Bones and... Uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Kenny, Kenny Doggins. Doggins. Yeah. Kenny Doggins. That is hilarious. Kenny Their dogs are <laughs> amazing. Kenny's the most Loving handsome Indiana little boy. Indiana Bones. They always get so upset that like they like jump all over me when there. I'm like, no, let it happen. It's okay. please, <laughs> please let it. Happen. If this is <laughs> how I die, yeah, it's, I'm okay with it. It's fine. I am fine. All right, up so, next, Rabbi, hit us. We got Love and WV, gentlemen. We got swag inspired by the Mountain State, Appalachia, and beyond. Mm. So be sure to check them out on Instagram at at Loving WV, or search for them on Facebook for Loving WV. Mm-hmm. All your Appalachian inspired swag uh, favorites. They have awesome pepperoni roll shirts and hats and buttons and things like that. They're really that, cool. <laughs> yeah. Do they have any John Denver nudes? <laughs> I don't know. I'll message them and ask. It's important. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested in that as well, actually. I didn't realize that I was until you said that. But now that I am. He's not even from West Virginia. <laughs> well, he gets a lot of other credits, so we might as well loop yeah, yeah, him in there. Yeah, yeah. And he's singing about Tennessee. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Uh, and last but not least, we've got Vertical Vixen's Pole Fitness. Jeez. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> a lot it's of syllables. A- Vertical Vixen's Pole Fitness. They are a pole fitness company based out of Clarksburg, West Virginia. Ran by Maggie and her, well, like Drew doesn't run it, but Drew is also a beautiful human. They do pole fitness classes, they do uh, chair dancing, uh, boxing classes, things like that. You can get a hold of them on Instagram at verticalvixenswv. Let me double check that. They also give the best hugs. Oh, great hugs. Super hugs. Great hugs, both of them. Amazing huggers. But uh, but yeah, they've... um, Yeah, Vertical Vixens WV on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, check them out. They do classes, I think, five days a week. And yeah, they actually did away with one of their stretch classes that Jed, Jed and I were actually going to go to. Um, something happened, but uh, they... I'm pretty sure Maggie would still do it for us. Probably. probably. Yeah. Well, she wasn't in charge of that class. Somebody else was. Oh. Um, but I'm really interested in their boxing class because it looks like... I see all their videos that they post. It seems very, you know, something that I should probably do to actually not sit on my ass all day. So, yeah. Also, you're getting up there in age and you need to know how to defend yourself. I defend myself <laughs> from all the... <laughs> That's fine. I've got nothing on my body to steal. I'm so poor and fragile. Your and bad attitude will defer any attacker. Yeah. They'll just look at me and be like, I'm just, 
I know that he's just give him a little sad. Guy's so beaten down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother. I'm gonna attack. Yeah, I'm gonna attack this guy. Yeah. Wait a second. Homeless people are What's trying to there? give him change. What's there for the <laughs> yeah. taking? The, the homeless people give me change. Speaking of money, we're getting ready to launch our Patreon. <laughs> Boom! Give us your money. Give us the money. It's gonna be launching in the next week or so. I know we went, we've mentioned it the past couple of weeks, but we've actually just sat down earlier and hashed out all the tiers, things we to give you some really fun, cool like mystery boxes to give you for mm-hmm. certain tiers, things like that. Doing bonus um, content. Bonus content. Special just, segments. Special segments, yes. A bunch of cool stuff. Yep. Do you want to go over some of the some of the stuff over there, Jed? I know you got it. I right can do a quick rundown of everything yeah, yeah, that we have. Give it a rundown. Yeah. You don't have to like give the tiers or anything, just like a rundown of like things that we might be offering. Yeah, sure. So you could get anything from a simple thank you or a customized ringtone for yeah. your cellular device to a plethora of new bonus content that we are going to be recording. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be giving out some wasted local talent apparel. Boom. Of various shapes yes. and sizes and patterns. Yeah. Apparel. Prints. That, that means anything from... Beanies. To hoodies. Fingerless gloves. Yeah. Toe socks. Booty shorts. <laughs> Toe socks. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Write that down. Toe socks. <laughs> Hold on. Wasted local toe socks. Oh, my God. Could we call them Tony's? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Yes. Tony. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we're also going to have a mystery box where we will include an item from a local business, possibly one that we have featured on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, each of the co-hosts, myself, Daniel, Rabbi, and Cecily, will go to a thrift store and pick out one random item for you. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to put some of my hair in it. <laughs> oh, God. We're trying to get people to give us money, not... D- it's going to be something similar <laughs> that you like... would buy off of the dark web. And for select few Patreons, <laughs> we will be making special apparel with the four of us on Mount Rushmore. Yes. And we will also be giving you a personalized shout-out on one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And what is the back of the T-shirt going to say? It's going to say, make America wasted again. Make Boom! America- <laughs> <laughs> Heard it first here under the 13 palm tree shade. Yeah, you forgetting getting that shade at 13 <laughs> yeah. palms, bitch. <laughs> oh, also, I'm just going to throw There's this more. out there. In one of the tiers, you're going to have the opportunity to have me roast your friend's social media account. <laughs> that is true. We're going to do that. After offer roast. We're also going to do some, we're going to try to do some episodes because we always give, you know, worst kept secret speaking of which we should probably plug them here in a second. Oh, I'm oh, going yeah. to. Yeah. Um, Remember whenever we were going to keep this under five minutes? Yeah. I don't even know. How long are we at right now? I don't even fucking know. 13 minutes. Um, anyway, but um, we're going to give worst kept secret and I'm calling you out right now. Pat, Sean, Ryan. Who wants some? The one jacked guy. Y'all bitches. You're the one, the one dude that skips leg. Jacked day. guy, bearded to guy. To bring you in. Other band member, another band member. To the studio to have a roast off. Yeah, you want some of the this? Wasted local versus worst kept secret. You tired of what off. I've been saying? You want to come get some? Come get some, Jared. We're going to have come a on, squat Jared. off. I don't squat. think... I don't think you have enough My wife NO2 you. supplements. <laughs> that would be it. You just bore them with a story. <laughs> I don't know. Just the stories are the best. They're the best. That's what we should do. Oh, my God. 
We should we should give away that too. We should throw it in one of the tiers. My wife will tell you a story. Story time with Jess. They're awful. They're terrible. <laughs> the worst stories ever. <laughs> anyway, it's comedic timing. Just so we're calling you out. Worst kept secret. Did you come on down to the Thirteen Palm Shade and come hungry? Because we're gonna roast that ass and make you eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna make you eat this raw ass. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you know what it is. I hope they get a coli in this motherfucker. <laughs> That's how you get pink eye rab. We were so clean mm. in the episode, and then the intro is just falling yeah. apart. Well, then, yeah, we did such a good job. We're gonna have to probably cut this. <laughs> I'd apologize. No, this this is like the cleanest. Worst kept secret this plug we've ever is done. One of the cleanest plugs. Please yeah. take this opportunity to check out their lovely song <laughs> "Bender" <laughs> off of their uh, "Enough Said" EP and the "Confidence Arrogance" yeah. album. It's beautiful. They iTunes, love to play Spotify. it. Request it. DM them on Facebook, telling them that you love Bender. You saw them three times last year, and they didn't play it one time, and you got a problem. Have you ever that. listened to a date to remember and thought this is just a little too heavy for me? I need something like more like Britney Spears. <laughs> You'd love them. You'd love them. <laughs> secret. That should be one of the tiers. We should give away Wasted Local Listen to Bender shirts. Bender 2020. Bender 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting if Bender 2020. Any, listen, send us your best idea for a Bender piece of merch. Yes. And if it, it we will approve it. Whichever one wins, we'll include it in our Patreon. Boom. I want a piece of Listen to Bender or Bender's the best song ever. Listen to it and just give us your best thoughts on it. Give, give us an idea and we'll print it into something. Also, if you're one of the four people that goes to their shows, make sure to call <laughs> out the song and, and get them to play it on stage. Yes. I know that the four of you don't listen to this. <laughs> Stand in front of the stage and vigorously shout Bender. Because when we tried to do it, they told us no. Yeah, they did. We just didn't want it bad enough. Possible. I was ready to get up and sing it too. I swear to God, if I'm in a show and they play Bender, I'll sing it. Nobody wants that, dude. You're right. They've seen me play. Daniel Bonner is the king of vocal <laughs> spots. I don't know. As a member the of the local, as at the local music scene, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check you, friend, and tell you that Daniel Bonner the... is he the Todd Gurley of vocal spots? <sighs> I'm the. You want to get me fired up? <laughs> <laughs> You yes, were at he the, is. You MVP were, caliber. You were at MVP the uh, at the the off the record where they did the blink the blink one, and I got up there and I yeah I was, was. I'm a huge fan of Blink One Eighty Two. That's no lie. I got up there and I was so drunk I forgot the words. <laughs> the Adam song. I was like, then I got off stage and I'm like, I don't. I was like, Sean, can I come back up for another song? I'm like, I, want to go. I think <laughs> I think you also mentioned Flacio more than you should have. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. Oh, well, PBRs, the PBR haze, PBS, PBS. So, uh, Coco in June, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jed, and I'm Chris Rab, and this week we're wasting our talent with. Emily Kurth from Coco and June. All right. Emily, what's going on? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Just trying to get over a 
pretty rough cold, so I don't normally... Yeah, you got your tea going, you got all these fluids happening. I got the hot tea, I had hot coffee on the way down. I feel like like Christina Aguilera or something. I'm like, (laughs) honey in my tea, I've got to rest my voice. But I don't know, it kind of sounds cool too. Whatever. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a go-to thing for my household is hotty toddies. Oh, yeah. Yes. Feeling sick, hotty toddy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get enough sleep, hotty toddy. Yeah. We uh, also drink too much, so. Well, I'm kind of with you there. <laughs> Feeling down on life, hotty toddy. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, so Coco and June, um, I started it about five years ago, and it is a um, it's a business dedicated to spreading positivity and kindness through art and lifestyle goods. So I'm a painter, um, but I'm also a um, designer of some products like T-shirts and other fun lifestyle goods that spread positivity. So that's my jam. Do you print all your own shirts no. right there on on the site? I do not actually. Um, I just create the design, okay, and send it to the t-shirt company, and then they print it. But I did do some serious research on the shirts because I am kind of a t-shirt junkie and mm-hmm. am really weird about things that are uncomfortable. So <laughs> I don't want anything up in my armpits. I don't want anything hanging tight around my neck or scratchy or anything like that. How about how difficult it is to find an awesome T-shirt that lasts more than two or three washes? Right, right. I have a graveyard of heavy metal T-shirts that shrink like in the chest and the shoulder area. And the only way that I can wear them is by giving them the old cutoff, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, I could lay out. 14 to 17 t-shirts. They're, they all say that they're large, but they're clearly not the same shirt. No, I know. And I went through that too. Not with the heavy metal, but I went through a lot of t-shirts. Just t-shirts in general. Right, yeah, it's, it's right. tough getting a good one. Yeah. And then uh, I have three sons and my youngest one is, um, we laugh because he is so picky about like stuff that feels weird. From the time he was born, he was like that. So it's like, oh, this t-shirt's tight on my neck or this t-shirt. That's the worst. Yeah. Or it's like, I'll buy him a shirt and he'll be like, oh, I can't wear this. It's really uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, come on. But he's right. So I did some serious, like the people at the t-shirt company I mean, they're really nice, but I think they hated my guts because I was like, "Uh, no, not going to work. We're going to have to try a new one. So it was a lot of trial and error, a lot of trial and error. But people say, and I agree with them on this, that they're super comfortable shirts. And I wash mine all the time. I wear them. I teach yoga. I like hot yoga and I sweat and Mm -hmm. they're great. They wash up really nice and all that jazz. They don't retain the sweat rings. No. Those wash out real nice. They wash out real nice. That's good. Yeah. That's important. Yes. I own a lot of black, so yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's an, a legitimate question for yeah. me as yeah. a buyer. Right, right. They're, they're good. <laughs> T-shirts always have that weird way, though, where like you'll get every now and then, it's like probably like a one in ten that just lives so much longer than it should. Mm-hmm. I know. I still have T-shirts from like middle school. Mm. <sighs> I need to purge. This spring, I'm doing a serious t-shirt purge. You should totally Which if you want any awesome heavy metal tees, I got you, dog. Yard sale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they've been around long enough, then they're like retro, so everybody wants them. That's true. That's true. Maybe I should do an eBay store for this. You should. You should. There might be a market for this. We're going to talk about it. I have more questions about this, but I won't occupy the podcast. (laughs) So you, uh, you started this thing. You run it. 
Yes. Right? Yes. What, what gave you that idea? Uh, well, I was actually a pretty creative kid and um, teenager. My mom, uh, though she is an accountant, was a really good artist. My brother, my older brother, uh, also a really good artist. So mm-hmm. I came from a family of a lot of artists. I wouldn't say they were like, pro- I mean, they weren't professional artists, but they were pretty freaking good. Um, and then we all, you know, my brother and I grew up and had real, had like, you know, had to go to college and right. like get a job and stuff. Be the reality, the yeah. harsh reality. Right. Silencing and your dreams. Forever. Yes. Crush them. No. Anyway. And then I had, um, I was a teacher for a while and then I had my kids and they're all two years apart. They're all boys. Um, so I didn't really remember that I could be an artist or that I even enjoyed art because I was just totally busy. Like I didn't have time to... Re- Being mom. Yeah. It mom was, yeah. Yeah. And then my youngest one, um, who's now 13, when he went to co- or college, when he went to kindergarten, I was like, okay, what, what do I do now? And um, my husband needed a tie rack. And so I made him a tie rack out of this mm-hmm. like random half door that was left in my garage from the people before us. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I like this. I like painting. And so then I remembered that I was kind of a creative person. And then it just all kind of took off from there. And the business has, the business has changed a lot in five years, but um, I'm really now into doing a lot of abstract art. But all of my art, um, and my lifestyle goods all focus on like positive thoughts. So that's that's kind of you know a cornerstone. It really is, yeah. and 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 there's there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, I'm just really a believer in you know occupying your thoughts with good stuff instead of bad stuff because you can go down a, an ugly road if you don't. Sure, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, I think it's important if everyone just took a little time to just make something. Mm-hmm. I think that they would find that they'd be a lot happier yeah. as a person. Yeah. And this whatever is what, that is, you know, exactly. You just want to make a little watercolor painting yeah. or or crochet. Break out, break out the Legos and just go crazy. Whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever. I just threw away like nine million Legos. <laughs> <laughs> threw them out. My my oldest son was like, "Mom, he's eighteen. He's going to college." He's like, "Mom." You threw my Legos away? I was like, That's oh like a gold mine. Those, but they were those all are mismatched. those are worth their weight in gold. I know. I When's know. the last time you bought Legos, bro? Because um yesterday. they are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Yes. <laughs> well then you know the struggles real. <laughs> they are expensive. <laughs> They're very expensive. Some of those kits were like four hundred dollars. I'm like, dude, but then if you make them once and then you lose the directions, you're screwed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the directions may be as valuable as the pieces yeah, themselves. Yeah. We totally we could have sold our house and or sold all of our Legos and like bought ourselves a beach house, but nice little summer home yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that never happened. Oh, did you get a good retirement plan? Yeah, I invested in Legos. Legos. Been buying one every week. <laughs> yeah. 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 One set. Yeah, that's um so tell us about what what you sell more importantly, like a lot of merchandise, mm-hmm. a lot of swag. Oh yeah, swag. Uh, well, I have uh, tank tops, V-necks, sweatshirts. In fact, I have um, all new designs are coming out in probably the end of January. Boom. Uh, yeah. So I um, added on these new designs. They're a little more modern, uh, but they also have a little bit of my drawing on them. So they're kind of 
they're fun like that. So, and then uh, I also am really getting more into the abstract art and promoting that. Uh, I also have some wood signs that I do, uh, but just not as much as I used to. So, yeah, it's all on my website, but actually some of the abstracts not there yet, but it's going to be soon. <laughs> and where can they find you? Where can they find all these all these goods? Okay, so my website is cocoandjune.com. It's um, C-O-C-O and June like the month. Uh, and I'm on Instagram at Coco and June and Facebook Coco and June. Nice. Yep. So do you have a storefront or do you just do all this from your house? I do it all from my house, but I do sell, uh, some of my work at the Elegant Alley Cat on High Street in Morgantown and also at, uh, Hoot and Howe on, uh, Walnut Street in Morgantown. So, uh, the Alley Cat, the Elegant Alley Cat has some of my more traditional, um, especially West Virginia stuff. I and then um, Hoot and Howe has some of my abstract work. You've yeah. actually had them on Hoot and Howe. Yes. Oh, Stephanie, she's so mm-hmm. cool. Um, I, I was looking at your website before we did this uh-huh. just to get a little idea. Does a lot of your merchandise center around a West Virginia theme? Is that a big basis of it? That plus the positivity? Are you kind of moving away with that since you're going to the abstract? Yeah. Um, initially, a lot of my stuff was West Virginia, which I was born and raised here. I love West Virginia. Um, and people, well, here's what I found about West Virginians. They love West Virginia. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's like Texans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Texans love their state. West Virginians love their state. Um, and so people love West Virginia stuff. I mean, I do too. I mean, I, like I said, I'm from here, so I love it here. Um, but... It's not as much, I don't have as much as that as I used to. I have a little more, um, since I'm moving a little more into the abstracts, there's just not, not a lot of room for that in that. It just doesn't match up. So, um, so yeah, I do still have some of my West Virginia stuff, though, for my, my diehard West Virginia fans. That's always a go-to, like you said, starting yeah. out. Just yeah. sell them some West Virginia stuff. Yeah. Get the money rolling. They love it. Get it going. Yeah. Because I'm in a, I play in a heavy metal band, uh-huh. and we sell merchandise as well. And yeah. it's always good to throw some West Virginia, mm-hmm. even if it's a loose association yeah. with something West Virginia. People buy that stuff up. They do, and it's like the outline. They drink that Kool Aid all uh, they day. They do, all day. I know, because we really do love our state here. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we just, I feel like West Virginia has that culture where not a lot of of states have like that, have, well, let me put it this way. A lot of states have that one thing that they associate with, you Mm -hmm. know, like Marylanders like always have the crab stickers on Mm -hmm. their cars, you know, people from uh, Texas, it's the bullhorns and everything or the, the Lone Star, you know, they have their one or two things. But in West Virginia, it's like, we have so many things that are very unique to West Virginia, Mm -hmm. like pepperoni rolls. Mm -hmm. You know, you advertise pepperoni rolls on virtually anything and people are going to go nuts for it. They go nuts. And then like, we have so much, uh, cryptozoology here. Huge. Like the, the, what was the, the, is it the Grafton monster? The Grafton monster. Actually, I recently just got an Amazon prime subscription and there was an unbelievable amount of like West Virginia monster documentaries. Oh yeah, there. it's huge. Like the Mothman. The Mothman. Yeah. It was yeah. 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 It's there's a huge counterculture. Yes. Of it. Yeah. Huge yeah. counterculture yeah. of it. Yeah. But you're right. There's a lot of just uh, one things that you can only find in the mountain state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. our logo really is our oddly shaped state in itself, and yeah. everyone just gravitates 
gravitates towards that, like a like a flag. Well, also West Virginians um, have like historically had to be pretty scrappy people. Like, oh, we, yeah. you know oh, what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And also... Very resourceful. Yeah. They, they, I mean, essentially our history was started being, all right, you're on your own. Yep. And like... Good luck. Yep, exactly. And, um, you know, we've had to really fight for everything we've ever had in this state. So people are proud of it. And uh, I am too. So, yeah. Yeah. We're the original rednecks. <laughs> We always take a lot of pride at telling everyone we're from Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, oh, is that like near Richmond? Right, I know. I have a cousin. Richmond. Where is that in Virginia? Right. Well, yeah. how close is that to Richmond? It's like, dude, that's like six hours away. I know. It's not close at all. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm closer to Cleveland. I know. It's ridiculous. It's what it is, though. Yeah, hate whatever. is going to hate. Yeah. So move into the abstract. Yeah. Away from what you were doing before, mm-hmm. do you find that it's more rewarding as an artist? It is, and here's what happened. Um, I was doing a lot of custom wood signs for people, mm-hmm. and um, I liked that because you know it meant a lot to people. But it also got to the point where I couldn't really be an artist. I was right. just more like using my skill that I had, you know, mastered, and so. The abstracts are, like, just totally, you know, like, I'll just go downstairs and just go to it. Stream of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, really, really um, awesome. I just love it. And it's really good for me, like, um, mentally, (laughs) you know? Like, I I just finished a couple of paintings for my office, and um, I was totally, while I was painting them, working through... Uh, a conflict that I'd been dealing with. And I was like, at one point I was like, these are going to suck because I'm so like in a negative state of mind right now. And then by the end of it, the conflict, I spoke with the person, the conflict had been resolved. And like, I hung those up and I was like, I love these, you know? (laughs) And it was like, so it was totally like, you know, they say like uh, therapy, you know, use art therapy and all that. I'm a big believer in that. Oh, yeah. Like exercise. Yes. And even if it's just keeping a journal. Yeah. And that's as creative as you get, just writing what happens in your day. Yeah. uh, Huge benefit for people. I think just being able to put your emotions into something is what it's really all about. That's the secret sauce. And then I painted this morning, um, I just painted a painting of uh, my oldest son had his senior pictures done a while back, and it was the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. I'm not kidding, in my entire life. And I said to the photographer, a friend of mine, Amberly Christie, I said, Amberly, look at that sunset. And so she like had Robbie jump over the electric fence, and like yeah. we we were out at my in-laws' farm, <clears throat> and she took pictures of him, you know, with the sunset in the background. And I was like, this is like just this is amazing. And so this morning I went downstairs and like painted my rendition of that sunset. And then I actually, not always, but a lot of times I add words to my abstracts. So whatever I'm feeling at the time. And so, um, and I'm going to get a little like emotional, not emotional, but this is kind of woo-woo. So I put on this painting of this sunset that I painted, be still and know, because I've been so like, my son's going to college. This is hard, you know. It's emotionally hard for a mom when her son or her any child is going off to college. And so I just, that sunset was so peaceful, and it was such a feeling of, like, 
it's going to be okay, you know? And so that's what I painted this morning. And again, there you go with the therapy. It's like, it just makes you feel better sometimes if you can kind of work out your emotions through art. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like that's why a lot of people even pursue any kind of, uh, I don't know, counseling or just, it's just some place where you can feel uninhibited Mm -hmm. to put your emotions into. Mm -hmm. And art is the best place Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. So for everyone listening out there, be, dare to be artistic. Yeah. Dare to be honest about your creativity and use that to make something positative. Well, and I always say... It's my, my beneficial, positive I, thing I like to say it, today. Chris. There you go. I'll make a t-shirt <laughs> I'm usually not like this. I'm usually not like this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Introspective thoughts. Well, me. that's so funny because I totally am like this, and I live in a house full of men and boys. I mean, even my dog is freaking male. But it's like... I'm totally into this kind of stuff, if you can't tell. But I say this to people all the time, like, what was it that you loved to do as a kid? You know, and just kind of tap back into that. Did you love, I don't know, to play Legos? Did you love to dance? Did you love to ride your bike? Did you love to paint? And if you can just kind of, it's hard because we're all so busy and we're so, like, adult that we forget to kind of tap back into that. And when you do, it feels good. It really feels good. Even if you can only do it for 15 minutes here and there, it's, it's cool. It's cool to do. So, I think that if the this year has taught us anything in 2018, we've lost a lot of famous, super successful people. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's proven to me, unfortunately, in a lot of these cases that, you know, these people unfortunately took their own lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that it proves that success and money is not going to give you anything. Right. It'll be a high, and it'll be great for a while, mm-hmm. maybe for years, mm-hmm. but eventually the come down's coming. Yeah. It's like, what else do you have? Yeah, yeah. Got to get right with yourself. Got to get right. Amen. Got to get tight. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolution crowd, that one was for you. You can go and sign up. Oh, man. New Year's We're resolution. Right on the time. cusp, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, this is the last, everybody's this gonna is the be last going go of 2018. Yeah. It's a send off. Uh, I'm not Ooh. a New Year's resolution person. No, no they're, bo- they're crap. Been. I just they're crap. failed at them so long. I was like, this is bogus. Why would I set myself up for this? Change is hard and change takes time. And yeah. I think people put unnecessary expectations uh, on yeah. New Year's resolutions totally. and that's why they well, fail. And the problem, the, the, what I've always found, the underlying problem with New Year's resolutions is that they give themselves this year-long resolution of, okay, I'm going to lose whatever amount of weight, I'm going to get X amount of a pay raise, I'm going to get that job that I always wanted. But what I think most people never do, and this, in my opinion, is the most important thing for achieving goals, is they never take that long-term goal and then sit down and give themselves short, realistic goals that they can accomplish quickly. Right. That way that you're, you know, you're constantly seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You're knocking out these little goals that are building up towards the end goal. They're just kind of going for it. And then they get lost along the way and then they give up. And that, that game plan is true for anything, no matter what the goal is. Starting a ban, losing some weight. It's like at the end of the week, what can we do realistically? And I think it's about being able to have attainable goals. Yeah. And setting those expectations low. I mean, ultimately, you want it to go somewhere big, but you need to 
have that motivation because if you're just staring down failure time and time again, that's how you. That's, it's gonna that's break why you. you quit. It's gonna break you down. Yeah. yeah, it's that negative, the constant negative pressure. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna weigh you down. It's it that figure four leg lock. Yeah, taking you out. <laughs> you tapping. Well, and with business, it's like if you, I, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh well, I should, you know, have this huge goal. Because that's what so and so is doing, you know, and then, but it 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 overwhelms you, and yeah. then you get all freaked out, and then you suck, and you're gonna go bankrupt, and everything's gonna fall apart, and then it's like, no, 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 no. Let's just take like minor little steps. I heard this one business lady one time talk about she's a runner, and she said, if you're running up a big hill, which I would really never want to do. But anyway, (laughs) um, if you're running up a big hill, instead of looking at the top of the hill while you're running up, look, you're looking down at your feet. And if you're like just watching step by step by step before you know it, you're to the top of the hill. I don't know. She's a marathon runner. I probably would have killed over halfway there. No, that makes a lot of sense. But it does make sense. If you think about it, like you just have to, I've been working really hard on putting together um, an email marketing strategy because that's what I need to do in this business. And it's, it's overwhelming and it's really hard to figure out and it's technical stuff that I'm just not that good at. But it's like if I just, instead of for a year I've been thinking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but I never did it because it's just the whole goal of it is too daunting. But once I like sat down and like step by step bullet pointed it out, it's it's coming. I mean, it's, it's Make happening. a list. Yeah, yeah. Write it down. Check yeah. it twice. There you go. You better. You better. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's important. I actually have a dry erase board at the house. Yeah. And I write just like my weekly schedule because my schedule with work is kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, put down and on my days off, I try to write like a little goal, like, you know, send out some emails from right. the band. Right. Maybe, you know, convince Daniel. To put me on his podcast, <laughs> and I'll ruin everything. No. <laughs> no. But no, I think just being able to have just a little goal, and when you finish it, and you get to put that check mark uh-huh. next to that, yeah, that feels good. It does feel good. And you're like, all right, what's next? Yeah. And that's, I think that's how it's done. That's well, and that's the idea, right? Is that you know you you keep achieving these smaller goals, and it's, it's building you time. up, and it's building you up, and mm-hmm. you're, you're getting more and more confident, mm-hmm. and you know, when, like you said, when you look at the, the end goal, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's very easy to think to yourself, this is way too much. I can't do this. Right. You know, and, but if you don't really focus on that. So this, this whole short-term, long-term goal thing, this was something that was pushed very hard on us while I was in the military. And basically what they wanted you to do was they wanted you to have long-term goals. Mm-hmm. But they really didn't want you to be focusing on those every day. They didn't want you checking every day to see where your progress was at. They didn't want you checking every week. You would have, it was like every couple of months, you would have a review. And you would check to see where you were at with regards to that long-term goal. And if you weren't where you wanted to be, it wasn't a big deal as long as you were hitting the short-term goals that you were setting for yourself. As long as you were knocking out those weekly, monthly goals, you know, the the ones that were going to take you two or three years you'll get to those. They'll happen. You know, don't focus too much on that because you can't make it happen today. You need to, you need to focus on the things that you can affect right now. Today. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's, That's awesome. good advice. Yeah. That's yeah. good advice for everybody. Man. I try to apply that to everything I do. 
No, that's good. Yeah. Because it is malleable to anything. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're into. For sure. So when you do your abstract, Mm -hmm. how do you get yourself in the zone? What do you do? Yeah, well, I am definitely a... uh, one of those people that I'm, I'm very, uh, I, I, I work really hard a lot, but I'm also really like more of a heart person than a head person. So yeah, I, yeah. and I think that in art, you have to be that way, really. Um, the business side of it, you have to do a little more of the head stuff, but, uh, with, with the art, it just kind of comes to me at times. And sometimes it's like, I really want to work on this right now, but I have to go, you know, take somebody to practice or whatever. Um, but it, it's weird. I'll like be dead asleep and at three in the morning, I'll just wake up with an idea and then I, I just kind of go back to sleep and then the next day work on it. But uh, yeah, it just, I also, um, this is really great. I just, over the past year, speaking of taking little goals and getting <laughs> a big goal, um, like renovated the boys' toy room, which hasn't been used in, I mean, they're all teenagers. They haven't played in the toy room for years. Right. Renovated it into my own office slash studio. Uh, and I can't believe how much I can think in a place that's like clean and organized because I'm really squirrely brained generally and uh, me too yeah if there's any disorganized my anxiety starts to get bad and I find it hard to get focused right but I have a really hard time being organized yeah yeah it's same thing it's like it's daunting like oh my gosh there's Legos Mm -hmm. everywhere this place is a huge mess and then as like one day I had one of my friends come over (laughs) she's a uh a pitcher, not a baseball pitcher, but like a pitcher of stuff. And she's like, you don't need that. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I was like, oh my God, Alex, but blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you hold on to stuff too. Yeah. The same way. I, I tend to hoard. Yeah. Not like hoard, hoard, but there are things that if you threw them away, well, you come up with me, these, uh, you come yeah. up with these ridiculous reasons yeah. to keep things. You're just I like, know. well, what, what if I, like, I, I, like remember, things, I have though. so many, uh, maybe you guys are the same way. I have like, probably two or three boxes throughout my house full of charging cables. Okay. I have no yeah. idea what they're for. Me too. Why do we They're have like these? one of those one-off cables. Yeah. Like they're only going to work with whatever they were intended for. And I'm like 99% sure that whatever they were meant for, I no longer have. Right. But I can't throw them away because yeah. I'm like, what if I what if find I it? And then I can't turn it on. I know. And I don't have the charging cable for it. Throw it away. It's not worth it. It's not. Get rid of it. I need to. Yeah. Got to purge those. I need to. I need to do a spring clean. It feels really good when you do that, but I mean, I'm, you know. Spring 2019. This is going to be your year, dude. Well, we've only been in the house for like year, dude. We've been in the house just over two years. Yeah. So we've been there just long enough to where like we're finally starting to accumulate enough junk that Mm -hmm. we're like, okay, we we probably need to start Mm because you know when you when you first move in, this was our first house, Mm -hmm. and when we first moved in, we thought we had a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. and then we moved in and we were like, oh my god, we have nothing. Right. Like, we need to get so many things. Mm-hmm. Like we need way more dishes. We need way more cups. We need this, that, whatever. And now we're finally getting to the point where, it's, where we're accumulating enough things that we're like, yeah, yeah. probably going to need to start tossing some stuff. Yeah. Run them out of room. Yep, yep, yeah. So it, it is nice when you have a space that's it's way um, – I mean, I think if, if you do anything that requires, like, some creativity, it's, it's kind of nice to get all that crap out of your way because then you're not – 
I don't know. Like I said, I, I just have a cluttered brain anyway. And if I can just clear out any of that extra clutter, that's helpful. But Got to get the creative tunnel vision yeah. on what you're doing. Yeah. And the other thing is I'm, I'm quickly or easily Sorry. distracted by. Oh, my gosh. I'm like the queen of distractions. ADD central yeah. over here. Yeah. I'm telling you. I tell my mom now. I'm like, Mom, I swear I had some kind of a learning disability because I, I can't. I I just like I'm all over the place, and she's like, "No, you're fine." But you know, I don't know. Maybe she <laughs> Thanks, just Mom. maybe she just feels bad that she never like got <laughs> diagnosed or whatever. No, but you know, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm with you. I'm all over the place. Yeah, you got to have a little space where things are a little hectic, like a workshop, but then you need a place to handle the business. Yeah, exactly. And I I have both of those now, so I'm happy with that. Finally, after five years, I made it work. <laughs> nice. Trial yeah. and error. Yeah. I always end up doing, like, all my schoolwork at work. Mm. Like, I'll stay late or, like, during my lunch, I'll do homework mm-hmm. because I have to have a place where I can zone in. Mm-hmm. If I try to do it at home, like, I have to try to find somewhere in the house where I can go. And then somebody's got to be home because we, we have five dogs. Mm-hmm. So somebody's got to be home to, like, you know – push the dogs away and right. like distract them yes. so that I can focus on on homework because otherwise like you said if you don't have like a dedicated area where you just go and think and clear your mind it's just like oh a dog oh a cat I know. oh I know. that oh hey there's the tv I'll turn that on and that'll give me background noise and then like you're not looking at it but it's like I'm totally listening to house right now and I can't remember what I was right, supposed to be right. working on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I struggle with that a lot too because yeah. I work from home and it, it is really, really distracting. And I have the worst dog in America. He is so bad. And uh, he, it, it's just, there's distractions everywhere in my house. But it's like, oh, I'll just go switch a load of laundry real quick. And then I'm like, wait, where, what was I doing? I don't, <laughs> you know, or it's, so working from home is hard, but. So what kind of a dog do you have? Uh, I have to ask. I love He's dogs. a yellow lab. We had a lab that passed away, mm, I don't know, a year or two ago. He was 13 and a half, and he was hands down the easiest, most laid back dog that ever lived. Yeah. And when he died, we were like, my husband and I were like, we're never getting another dog because we know we'll never have, like that dog was the best dog ever. Right. So then um, like a year passed, and, and my kids and I were both like, oh, let's get another dog. And I said to my husband, "There's a void oh, in a house. There and- is, but God." So I said to my husband, mm-hmm. he laughs all the time. He says, "Oh, come on, Emily. Remember, we're dog people." Because I told him, "Oh, come on, Rob. We're dog people. We have to have a dog. We've always had a dog. We're dog people." And this dog is the most ill-behaved dog on the <laughs> planet. He's just a jerk. <laughs> But he's also like a lovable jerk. Uh, kind of. Sometimes. No, it's not sometimes. When, he, when he feels like when it. When he feels like it, he's like a cat. Like yeah. he loves you when he feels like loving you. And uh, then when he doesn't, he's like, I'm out. And I can't uh, handle that rejection I, from the animals. Yeah, yeah. I just don't as have selfish the energy as that for is, it. I just See, that's why be, you get it needs five. to be there. Yeah. That's why you get five because then. <laughs> and there's always something. Even if four <laughs> of them don't want anything to do with you. Someone You does. still have a dog that wants to love on you. Well, and I said to Rob, I was like, why don't we get another dog and then they can like entertain each other. And he's like, are you freaking crazy? Like this dog has single-handedly destroyed. He ate two of my uh, prescription eyeglasses. Oh, yeah. And so one, he makes expensive mistakes. Listen, <laughs> I had on my counter, I'm not kidding. I went to Sam's Club one day and I bought a giant bag of dog treats <laughs> and a giant 
box of those brownie bites mm. and then my brand new prescription eyeglasses were in between the two things on the counter. And he didn't touch either one of them. He didn't touch the brownies or the dog treats and he destroyed my eyeglasses and they were less than 24 hours old. Yeah. I could go on for days. That is spiteful. He is, it is spiteful. a pain in the What have you world. done? I know. What have you done? <laughs> no, <laughs> what have you terrible. Done so he's really this. distracting, really distracting, but I don't know. We'll make it work. <laughs> See, we, we did the same. We had the same logic where, so we started out with two dogs. Yeah. And then when we got, when I got out of the military, me and my wife moved back here, we went to Morgantown and we were living in an apartment. Mm-hmm. We have big dogs, they're healers. And so oh. they were staying with my parents. And I can't not have a dog. Right. Like that is my emotional support. Like mm-hmm. I have to have a dog. Mm-hmm. And so I convinced my wife, I'm like, why don't we just get like a little dog? You know, yeah. we'll just get like a little terrier dog. Right. So we got a little terrier. His name's Bubba and he is like my world. Uh, uh. So then whenever we moved into our house, it was Bubba and Rooster and Wilbur. And I don't even remember how we decided that we needed to get a fourth dog but somehow we came to that conclusion and we got the fourth dog and he was supposed to be just a little beagle. Well, he turned out to be a hound dog, oh my. not a beagle. So he's the biggest one out of all of them Yeah, and is just super hyper all the time. But him and the little terrier never want to play. So then we were like, okay, well, we'll get a fifth dog <laughs> to play with those two. So that's how we ended up with the Corgi. But now the Corgi is so hyper he will go and play with all four of the other dogs and then they'll all be tired. So it's like the perfect yeah. See, setup now. Yeah. It works perfectly. I think you should probably you, you have him run through the, the gauntlet. Yeah. He just goes from one to the other right. until they're all tired and then they go to sleep. And then if your corgi needs to get tired, I am willing to give you my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was just trying to talk my wife into letting me get a sixth dog. Oh my gosh. Because my it's old boss perfect that we met. My old boss, uh, had posted something on LinkedIn because they, they breed, uh, they, they have a big cattle farm. Mm-hmm. So they, they breed and sell goats and great Pyrenees and they had great Pyrenees puppies and they had one left and it was a male or maybe it was a female. I don't remember, but I remember I saw it and those, there's just like little poofs whenever uh-huh. they're little, they you know? Yeah. And I was just like, Oh my God, I have to have you're so funny. So I had already, I had already texted her. Wife sympathies. I had already texted my boss, and I'm like, "Do you guys still have that puppy?" And she's like, "You have five dogs." And I was just like, "I know. Listen, I understand. That's not the question. That's, that's yeah. not what I'm worried about here." But yeah, my wife was like, "No, we're yeah. not doing that. We already need a bigger bed without 120 pounds." Right. Dog. She right. shut it down. Yeah. yeah. She shut that down real oh, fast. Man. I'm sorry, Jed. That was the right move. It, it, it was probably it was the, the right, right move. We definitely don't need. It seems like you rebounded. Okay. Dog. Like you're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Could be doing better though. <laughs> with that <laughs> with extra the dog. With a yellow lab. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Named Augie. <laughs> no, my kids would really be mad at me if I got rid of that dog. But <laughs> yeah. You need to just get a golden doodle. They're like all the rage right now. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I, n- I need a lot of things to deal with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) So you have your office now. I have my office. Yeah. So I feel like I can do a little more of the businessy stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, uh, I've I've been painting in there um, as opposed to my workshop, which is 
right on the other side of the basement. And but that's where you you know you're using your power tools and it's real dirty and dusty in there. So so now that you're like moving into the more abstract mm-hmm. art, do you still allow people to request items? Yes. So I am no longer doing the custom wood signs, Mm -hmm. but I am uh, doing the custom abstracts. So in fact, this morning, um, I just had a request for a custom abstract. Uh, So yeah, I'm I'm totally willing to do that. And the reason that I am still into that is because it's still my art. It's just like colors that will fit in your house. Yeah. So you know? they give you, they tell you the colors yes. that they want. They tell me the colors and if they want words, they tell me what words they would okay. like. Um, and within reason, I mean, I can't do like an entire Paragraph. page from the Hobbit yeah. or something, but you know, <laughs> I know. I got oh, getting wheels the sky. Are turning. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no. So yeah. So I'm still doing that. Um, and, and yeah, I'm doing the custom abstracts. Yes. And then as far as the T-shirts and stuff go, that's just my design. I've had a lot of people say, oh, can you put this on a T-shirt? I'm like, no, I don't actually make it in my house, but I have to buy kind of in bulk. <laughs> so, right. so, In order for you to make any kind of money, yeah. you have to buy in a pretty decent bulk. Right. and Which we found out. Yes. I think yeah. you're going to be buying some like 2025 shirts and making some money. I got bad news, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. I know. I it know. Ain't happening. I know. And when I first, when I first launched the t-shirts, I was like, can I just buy 12 so I can see if they'll sell? And uh, they're like, you can. Yeah, sure. For $22 a piece. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, okay, that, I mean, I'm not really good at math, but that's not really going to work out. <laughs> yeah. His margins so, are real slim. Then. Yeah. So luckily I bought more and they sold. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gamble every time. Yeah. You just believe in what you're doing. Absolutely. And it's all about the pitch. Yeah, yeah. A little flair. Yeah. Well, so, and I really do wholeheartedly, I'm really, I do feel very strongly about it. So, right. and I think that's pretty obvious because like I said, I'm totally one of those like heart on my sleeve type of people. So I I don't really hide stuff well, so. <laughs> I'm very curious. Uh, your sons, will they wear the t-shirts? Do they, they rep mom? They don't rep mom. Mostly, Ooh. yeah. I mean, I've been a teenage boy at yeah. one point. So I was kind of curious if they were like, they couldn't that's even, not cool. They couldn't, they couldn't humor mom well, on you Mother's know Day. I know. Come on. No, you know what's so funny? Is out. now in this in this day and age with social media, oh. it's like you thought your mother embarrassed Listen, you. Listen, mom, I'll put that on, but no right, pictures. Exactly. Like, don't tag me in anything. Exactly. And they'll be like, oh, I saw your Instagram story today, mom. I'm like, sorry. You know, I try not to embarrass them too much. But most of my shirts, um, I, I do, it, my market is mostly women. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the shirts, the, uh, the V-necks that I sell are technically a unisex shirt. And the sweatshirts are technically unisex. But... In general, most people who like my shirts and wear them are women and girls. Right. That's yeah. your demographic. That's my demographic. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. So. That's one thing I could never get on board with is V-necks. I have oh, nothing against no, them. that's how my family It depends just, how deep the V is. I can't if get it's comfortable too deep. in a V-neck. Like, I need the collar. Okay. Like, see, I, I think that's a man thing because, uh, like, my kid, my boys and my husband, they wouldn't wear a V-neck if their life depended on it. But me as a woman and... I will say I wasn't always like this, but the older I get, 
And my husband makes fun of me. He's like, you are weird. I'm like, I can't stand anything up around my neck. So I'm like, even yeah. a scarf, like I feel like someone's Scarves strangling me. Scarves are the me. worst invention <laughs> okay. ever. I know, and they're he so cute. He doesn't mean that, Jess. They are the worst <laughs> They're so cute, but ever. I think I'm going to die when I wear one. I'm like, oh, my God, help. So I will. That's why I'm with it the V-neck. It ain't happening. Yeah. This, is a, is a, this is a turtleneck oh. Uh, oh, required turtleneck. I will. Like seriously, jump off a bridge if you make me wear a turtleneck. I can't even handle anything like Do that. Do people still wear turtlenecks? Dude, I around the holidays they come out. Just yeah. when you think that they're really? gone, they're back. <laughs> God, I haven't seen a turtleneck. People wear them under those so uh, Christmas ugly sweaters. sweaters bro. Yeah, they put them on under there, and they try to get something that matches, like a spearmint or like a pine green. Mm. Or bright wow. red. Christmas cherry red. Yeah. Terrible. What about the white turtlenecks? Oh, that had, the white. And, and then they, they had the embroidered like Christmas trees oh. on them. Yeah. Oh, God. Disgusting. I know. That's everything that's wrong yeah, with America. It's like, what are you talking wow, about? Wow, that is awful. No, I mean, I my mom used to be obsessed with turtlenecks because she always had this irrational fear that if the temperature dropped below 70 degrees that we were going to freeze to death mm-hmm. and get a cold. Get the hypo. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. was like, it's 63. You need to put on a turtleneck if you're going outside. 63. You so, know what? She might be right because I am suffering from a terrible cold and I am currently wearing not a tank top. This turtleneck. weather, though, so. in fairness, though, has, that's what it's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday yeah. was what, like 50 degrees? I don't know. I didn't leave my bed. <laughs> it's been brutal. I have no it's been idea. Brutal out there. I'm I don't even to know what day it is. <laughs> Of you know, weather. I complain about it every year, and every year it, our weather is always exactly it's the same craziness. way. It's like until you hit what mid January, it's like one day it's going to be seventy, yeah. the next day it's going to be twenty three. Yeah, it's going to snow one day, and then by the end of the day, it's raining. No, last April it snowed in twenty eighteen. Yeah, it snowed yeah. in April. I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Every rough. year it comes back, and every year I'm going to complain about it. Yeah. It's just rough on my sinuses, yeah. man. I'm a yeah. sinus yeah. sufferer. I am too. West well, Virginia is a tough place for that. Yeah, and this is. is the worst time of year. Seasonal change mm-hmm. gets me. This mm-hmm. is the worst time of year for people that have lots of dogs. Because yeah. my yard is just perpetually Mud. wet. Yep. It can never dry out. And there's no snow on the ground. No, don't get me started. So it's just like, oh, did you vacuum and steam mop? Cool. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's five animals that are covered in mm-hmm. mud. I know. I never thought I would want the, the ground to freeze, but I like every winter. I'm like, please, ground, just freeze, because like I just the mud from dogs, especially yeah. a lab. Oh, he's a get, maniac. Wears it well. Oh yeah. Wears he the mess sure well. Does well. The corgi is like a. His legs are so short, mm-hmm. so it's like when he's running through the yard, his belly is just <laughs> picking up mud, and then he comes in the house, <laughs> and the first thing he wants to do is sploot. So he like comes in the house, walks over to the rug, and then just flops down, oh, belly man. first. And yeah. then it's just muddy belly on rugs the rug. Are, rugs are rough. Yeah. I think you might have to go hardwood, bro. We are hardwood. Oh. We're hardwood and tile, and yeah, everywhere in the house be. but the bedrooms. We had no, to, we no had to fabric make that change. floors. Yeah, you couldn't. We took yeah. all that carpet out whenever we moved in. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to. But I mean, you gotta have rugs for like your coffee table and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we just we purposefully will shop until we find like the clearance rugs that are like twenty dollars. Because mm-hmm. after maybe five or six months, they're so dirty and gross that it's like you yeah. gotta get new rugs now. Find yeah. a nice clearance rug that ties the room together. Yeah. Well, and luckily <laughs> my wife and I are both very eccentric whenever it comes to decorating. Your style, yeah. So like we have all kinds of crazy colors. Like, yeah. One of our couches is like bright orange. 
And then the other one's like this weird blue-gray color. So then it's like whatever color rugs we find, it goes it with works. everything. Yeah. Because our house... <laughs> Opening it up. Yeah. Our house just looks like, I don't know, like a... artistic homicide. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> An Andy Warhol nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looks like a Salvador Dali painting. When we When we bought this house that we're in, it was 10 years ago. And it was when our other lab was still alive. And uh, I just made the whole house the color of dirt. Like my carpet is the color of dirt. My like, couch is the color of dirt. <laughs> it was like. You have to adapt. Yeah. And, in order to maintain your sanity. Yeah. It's kind of ugly though. But it's all right. You, you got to make it work. Yeah. It's either that or you get to look at the mess. Or you just make yourself crazy with all the I think dirt. your blood pressure would suffer more with the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So what's uh, you said that the the business is really changing. What's on the horizon for Coco in June right now? Well, what I have uh, started to do is, and I think this is, I'm hoping this is smart, is kind of paring down. I was doing everything before and just too much, too many different things, and um, <laughs> it was. It was confusing to me and maybe confusing to my customers. I don't know. Um, but now I'm really just kind of tunnel visioning uh, what I'm doing. So mostly I'm doing the the T-shirts uh, and the abstracts. So And they all kind of tie into the whole positivity uh, thing. So, yeah, I, I just kind of am not completely cutting out the wood signs, but I am cutting out the custom wood signs. And it's giving me a lot more time uh, and sort of mental clarity to mm -hmm. focus on what really uh, works for me better. So I always suffer when I try to wear too many hats. Yeah. It's if hard. I can specialize in something, mm -hmm. if I can just narrow it down, whatever it is I'm doing, I really try to... That's when I'm at my best. Exactly. I think it is really... Not a great wise, multitasker. No, it's back to the ADD thing. Yeah, you know what? I think multitasking is a bunch of bull anyway because I feel like I had this period where, like, when my kids were little, and I was like, I was good at multitasking, and I prided myself on the fact that I could multitask. And it's kind of like this: I got to the top of this like crescent, and then all of a sudden, I sucked at multitasking, <laughs> and I kind of like started to go down the other side, like. I can't do this anymore. And I think it was like this like self-awareness where I was like, I I don't really want to be the person who can, like my dad always says, he's like, Em, you always have all your plates spinning. You know, like those those ladies, those, the red panda or whatever, she's got all her plates spinning. It's like, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Because then you don't really do anything well. <laughs> You right. do everything. Everything is affected. Yeah. And then. It's like a restaurant. You don't want to be the restaurant that offers like 20 mediocre things. Exactly. You want to be the restaurant where you can get six Really good things. things. And and how about when you open a menu like that, that's got like 14 pages. And you can't figure out what you want. I can't even yeah. do it. I can't even get no. past the appetizers. I'm Eliminate like, I'm the options. Eliminate yeah. the options. Yeah. See, that's this why. This is what we're selling. Yes. You can buy it. Yes. Or, you know, good luck to you. I think that's a great business plan. And I think one of the best uh, representations of why that's such a good plan is food trucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Food trucks are great. Not Not just because the food is usually very good and prepared right in front of you. But like when you go to a food truck, you will be hard, for, hard pressed to find food trucks that have more than maybe five or six 
things yeah. that they're making at any one yeah. time. Yep. So it's easy. You know, yeah. you can walk up, you can look at the menu, you can very easily, if not immediately pick out what you want, narrow it down to like two things. Yes. And then by the time you get up there, you know what you want, you get it, you go. Exactly. There's no stress. There's no and worry. No, and it's like, who thinks, I mean, you wouldn't think that going to a food truck would be stressful, but but you're right. Like our brains, the way our brains work, we're so overwhelmed with everything all the time. Just it's sensory just like, overload. I just don't want to make seven. one more decision, you know? Yeah. And um, I think what happens with a lot of small business owners, especially creatives, is you don't want to say no to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to disappoint people. And I mean, I'm kind of generally like that anyway, um, even not in business. So it was hard for me to say no to people. So I took on way more than I could handle. And then then I would have to say no. And they were like, well, wait, like you said yes to me before. Why are you saying no now, you know? And so I think it's so good to just like know what you're good at and like say no to the rest. Yeah. You know what's funny is I gave that exact same advice to that uh, hip-hop group here a couple weeks ago. They were starting it out, and the guys only played the one show. That was the one I wasn't here for. Oh, uh, that's right. You weren't. I think, I, but I, I gave him that same that. advice. Yeah. I was like, just know where your lane is. Yeah. Do that as good as you can. Yeah. And don't be afraid to say no to things. Yes. It doesn't make you a jerk. No. It doesn't make your group terrible. No. You just got to know that your hip-hop duo group probably won't do well at this mixed genre show which has, you know, a classic cover rock band and a country artist. Right, right. No, it just doesn't. Say no to things. It's okay to say no to things. You want opportunities and you're kind of in that, well, I need to get started. I can take whatever I can get. Yeah. But I think think that's that's the hardest struggle of being an adult is that you're constantly worried that you're not doing enough, but then you're constantly doing too much. Too much. And it's, it's like finding that balance of where... That's something this past year, I think, I've really been trying to focus hard on is acknowledging the fact that, like, I'm not going to get everything done when I want it to be done. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll identify the things that I have to get done. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you got to go to work 40 hours a week. Right. Whatever. Um, And then schoolwork. Like, don't fail college. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing. Um, But identifying hard stops for myself where it's like, you know what? I know that there are things that I have to get done today, but I need to take two hours and just not do anything. Well, and that is so crazy because I'm right there with you. And, uh, this like facade of that you have to be busy all the time is total bull. Stupid. It is. I think it's image. It ruins your life. I'm busy. So I'm successful. Maybe not. Maybe you're not that successful because you're not good at managing your time. Exactly. And you're running around like a crazy person with your phone. Yep. It's really easy to fall into that. It's really easy. I mean, even the best of us fall into that trap. Sure. And it's like, I just got to the point where I was like, it's a rat race. Yeah. And it's crazy. And I think what happened is I had this like realization that time now that my oldest one is going to college, I'm like, oh my God, there's 18 years. Like that's, I mean, not that he's, I'm never going to see him again, but like that, that's an era. That's an end of an era. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, I am not going to waste my time on stuff that doesn't like in, in business, if it doesn't serve my goal, I'm not wasting my time. If it and in life, if it doesn't serve my goal of like, you know, focusing on what matters, 
see ya. I'm done. Like it's not worth it. So this constant like running and running and running and being busy for the sake of being busy is just not worth it. You got to unplug. Totally. I've been trying to have like more electronic free time mm-hmm. where I just completely, you put the phone away. Yeah. I'm not watching TV. I'm not on the internet. I'm just kind of like chilling on my porch, you know, when I can. Yeah. But I try to set up some time every week where I'm going someplace and just kind of zoning out for a little while. Good for you because that's tough. It's It really helps clear out the it clutter. It really does. And have, do you guys have on, on your iPhones now? It's oh, screen the, the time. Ports? Screen time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like at first when I saw Reminds that. Reminds you how uh, terrible and how at, much life you're wasting. <laughs> I know, but you know what? At first when I saw that, I was like, oh, no, I don't want this. And then um, – did you cut down your phone usage after seeing it, though? Did well, you feel guilty? I was like, I looked at it this morning. It popped up, and it's like your screen time was down 25%. And I was like, from last week, and I was like, nice. I didn't even intend. I guess probably because it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> now that I say that out loud, I'm like, oh, duh. But, um, and I forgot to take pictures of my kids on Christmas morning this year, but. Whatever. Maybe I should have had more screen time. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it's I, I totally agree with that unplugging. And the other thing about that is mm-hmm. because I was sick and in bed yesterday, I was on my phone all day because there was like nothing else to do. And I got sick of all the weight loss and tax commercials. Mm-hmm. What the hell? But anyway, I was like on my phone all day. And then I was like, all of a sudden, last night, I was like, okay, I physically feel like death right now, yeah. but like mentally, I feel terrible too. And it's because yeah. I've been on the freaking social media all day. <laughs> and let's be real social media is a negativity cesspool. Okay, Chris, yes, but negativity cesspool. It is. And that is why I'm so. I find myself irritated, maybe not by anything in particular, nope. but just like the, just whole the whole thing. charade. That it's become. Yes, but I will say. It's disgusting. That, well, first of all, social media. Not everyone deserves a platform. Let's just be real. Not everyone deserves a platform to put whatever they want out in the universe for other people to ingest. I agree. And that's the problem is that people spew super negative stuff. And then and you know what? Because they're not doing anything creative themselves. Well, maybe. but I think that there'd be, uh, there's a lot of haterade going on that people are just so miserable about how unfulfilled they are about the choices that they have made that they just put the social media as an outlet to put that stuff. And well, it's unfortunate. And it's a really safe way to do it. Like you don't have right. to be in, there's no... You know, personal. Right. No one's gonna. There's very little repercussion. Yeah. Odds are, someone's not gonna shut you down because it's like, all right, he's just doing a cry right. for help post. Right. Just and let him kind of get it out. Where in life, I start crying to Jed. Jed might just shut me down to my face, and I can't risk that. Right. Right. I don't know. I guess where I was going with that is it's unfortunate how uh, negative that social media has become. Listen, I agree. I wasn't which even makes on putting something media. positive out there all the more Thank important. Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful segue. Yeah. I wasn't even on social media until I started my business, and I was like, "Well, I have to be on social media because I'm on a business. I mean, I have a business, and it. And I will say, social media. If I didn't have social media, my business wouldn't be where it is today. Not that I'm like a multimillionaire, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's crucial. It's crucial. But I am like bound and determined that like I will never, ever, ever put negativity out there on social media. I try not to I will put real life out there like my dog just ate my 
$300 pair of glasses. Mm. And that sucks, you know, but that's funny. But when you get that memory <laughs> post like a year later, yeah. you're going to laugh at that. I guess. Yeah. Cause now I buy all my glasses at Gabe's. I'm like, I'm, there's no, I'm never buying another real pair of glasses. You got to embrace the suck now for a good story. <laughs> yeah, later. exactly. But that's why I'm like, and, and people say to me, they're like, I really enjoy reading your posts because they make my day better. And that is exactly, that means everything to me because I'm like, we have, there's so much negativity in this world and, and I know it's cliche, but you really, really can get affected by that. It can really mess with you. And I'm just oh, like, absolutely. I'm just like, there's like no way. Like you said, being on your phone, you felt physically terrible and you... Yeah. We thought, oh, I'm going to feel better. Maybe I'll see a funny meme yeah. on social media. No. And by the end, you were uh, right. I was powered down, drained. Yeah. I was totally drained. And so, but but there's some people stuff that I look at on social media, and I'm like, oh, that's nice, you know, or that make you know. So I'm just like, I'm like a huge um, positivity uh, person on social media. I'm not. I can't, st- I'm like, I feel like I'm single-handedly like going to combat the negativity. <laughs> I'll tell you the, the change that I made with social media that made all the difference for me is I no longer have opinionated discussions on social media. No way. I, tr- I, I will, refrain. I will share food stuff. Yeah. I will share sports pictures. Is, is sports debate things. related things mm-hmm. as I get on mm-hmm. social media. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, Post pictures of my dogs and stuff like that. But if anybody, you know, directly confronts me about something political, Mm -mm. religious, Mm -mm. ideological, whatever it is. That's taboo. Nope, not doing it. I don't even respond most of the time. Or if I do, it's just some plain Jane vanilla response. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean anything. And if I see somebody else that has posted something, if it is offensive enough to me that I, you know, I feel the need to confront them. I'm either going to confront them directly or if it's somebody that I don't even really know all that well, mm-hmm. I just unfriend them. Unfriend them, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that honestly has made all the difference yeah. because being before picky, that, purge that friend list. Oh, heck yeah. Well, before Got that, it. you just, you know, it's like you can't argue with somebody. On well, them, that's know? another you thing. Can't, this well, cognitive dissonance thing that's going on where people are just ignoring facts, yeah. factual yeah. things to support their personal biases. That is a war you won't win. I just no. keep on don't, scrolling. Yeah. I don't even, yep. Yep. Just I don't don't even, even get in it. the fight. Just, I don't even look at it. That has made all the difference for yeah. me. I mean, yeah. it, it was it was incredible the amount of stress that was just sucked out of my life mm-hmm. whenever I stopped engaging with people mm-hmm. on social media. Oh, yeah. Did you used to get into some uh, thread tiffs back all, in the day? All the time. Was that your Listen, thing? all the time. All the time. <laughs> I can see that. All the time. Well, I mean, so my the, the issue with me was back... You said something really stupid, and now before, I'm going to have to get you. Back before... Uh, you brought this on. When I was an immature 18, 19-year-old kid, I thought it was cool to get in arguments all the time. About, Trolling. You know, it's like, oh, this is what I think about politics and religion and... Blah, blah, blah. and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to tell everybody about what I thought, and I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it was like, as I got older, I got to the point where I am now where it's like, I really don't care what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you're not like hurting other people, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Think whatever you want to think. But I didn't stop the social media stuff. Like I just kept carrying on like usual with the social media stuff. And then I finally realized one day I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I arguing with people that I don't even talk to outside of Facebook? No. Right. Why? 
why am I doing this? No. Like, I'm just going to stop doing this. And it was just like such a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Great. You feel so much better. You know? Yeah. No more. Of, you don't it. have to carry that burden anymore. Because I can still have those conversations, but face to face with people. Yeah. And, I and shut when those... you do that face to face with somebody, you can have very differing opinions on things. And, and gen- you... generally speaking, face to face in small groups. Well, and the nice thing about that is when you're face to face, you realize that you're both human beings. Mm-hmm. And even if we have completely different opinions, like you, you still have good qualities. That person across the table still has, is not a, that person's not a terrible person just because they have a different opinion than you. Right. But when there's no like face to it and you can just type away, it just, you know, everybody's like, everybody's such a, it, it like dehumanizes yeah, people. Yeah, you just yeah. get lumped into a general category. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's not, everything's not all black and white. And, and there's no repercussions anymore. It's just <laughs> all these keyboard, you know, tough guys. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, it's, it's just unfortunate. Or Russian yeah. bots. Russian bots. <laughs> Proof not a bot. <laughs> Q3ZT2A. Yeah, or click the um, picture with storefronts. And I'm like, I did. I clicked the people. You know, uh, isn't bu- it sad how many of those you get wrong? Because I do. I'm, I'm, I'm like, am I so, like, can I not find the storefronts? Why can't I do this? <laughs> oh, man. Click the boxes with stoplights. I'm like, yes, I did it. I did it. But no, it never works out. Yeah. yeah. So, so kids, purge your friend list. Yeah. Be, be be more selective of who you're going to share your digital life with. Well, and because they could bring you down. And it's not even just social media; it's everything. It's like the news, what everything you watch about on it. TV. Um, I, even I mean, how sports is covered anymore. It used to be like we're going to tell oh you my what God, happened you in the game. Can't watch no. the games anymore. No. Now my, it's, it's oh team this versus team this, regardless or, of what happened in the game. There's no. We're moving further away from factual based yeah. discussions. Like it's how many all, yards oh, well, this did is the my guy perspective. have? That's what I want to know. Yeah, what, yeah. what happened to the game? Yeah. Who, who, who won? won? Like, what? Not, <laughs> right. not like, oh, so and so had an argument in the locker room with so and so. I'm like, yeah. I don't care if someone cares? was I don't care if someone was tweeting at halftime. Who cares? Tell me why the four three zone wasn't effective against the spread this weekend. Right. Like that's do your job. Tell me why the Cowboys lost. We actually won. <laughs> we won. I'm you came back. We I'm won. Kidding. I gotta give you trouble. I gave it a quick I don't know if you caught me earlier, but I was I like, got <laughs> <in that. laughs> that was the we oh, locked. Oh, is that in. why you were yeah, okay? I, I got a little excited for a second. Okay, good. And that's why we heard that boom boom upstairs. That uh, was Daniel getting the cowboys getting rowdy. did something. Getting good. all kinds of lit. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. God bless you, Daniel. You get to go hang out upstairs while me and Jed carry this whole thing. Do the grunt it's work. It's rough. My shoulders hurt. It's rough. <laughs> Mister, I slept on the floor. Well, how about this? I'm going to buy you an inflatable mattress. <laughs> so next time you sleep in the cave, you won't be crying about cave. it for 20 days. <laughs> Crusty, crotchety old man you are. You need Poor more positivity Daniel. in your life, He's Daniel Bonner. He's not even Bonner. here to defend oh, himself. See, listen, you know what? Daniel needs to buy some of your V-necks. He's yeah. negative. You know what? For sure. You might need to send him one because he needs one. Okay, He's I will. He's a very send negative one. person. He, he needs it. He's Poor so guy. He's not even here to defend himself. It's okay. He does he this to me all the time. <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, poor Daniel. <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't even defend himself. He would just agree. He'd just agree. Yeah, yeah I think okay. so. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. so. Oh, well. It's not for everybody. <laughs> Embrace the positivity, kids, yeah. including you, Daniel. Yeah. I think that it. maybe if you wear you. a little less black, although and most shave of my a little more often, 
you find yourself in a better place in life. No, he doesn't need to shave. He grows a really good beard. I think he would be... I'd like to see him in a Wolverine mutton chop situation. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't okay. know. Okay, I'm, not I'm a little. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little curious. That. I'm just a little curious. I think I can support that. I like a good mutton chop. Yeah. My oldest I think it's son. A, wants... I think it's a look that's dying out. It can uh, it can be brought back in a second. Though. Not with lacrosse players. So my mm, my kids fair. play lacrosse, oh, and fair. and my oldest <laughs> one is really proud of his mullet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Yeah. And so because they like the the hair dangle beyond the helmet. Yeah, it's like back when I was in high school. (laughs) That's how hockey players wore their hair. I mean, I hung out with all the hockey players, and they had the mullet. And then, but he said if um, if they go to states this year, he's gonna have his mullet and mutton chops. I don't even know. Not a mustache. He's not in a mustache. In a mustache. He. I knew I was forgetting something, but I don't know how to. What a try. Triple M's. Man. (laughs) Triple M's. He's. He's. I think. I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to embarrass me. Yeah. But how do you even grow mutton chops? I think you have to be I don't a pretty know. hairy I don't, person. My beard right? doesn't really grow very well right there, so I, I couldn't really do the I think that I you would have to essentially beard, grow it out, and then you'd have to kind of chisel it out. I don't know. It'd be stages. I think it wouldn't be pretty be, out of the gate. It I would feel be, like you have to be pretty deep into facial hair, yeah. a lot of years of facial yeah. hair. I don't know if it's going to work out yeah. for him. It might be like Sidney Or like Crosby one of those kids that like had a full beard at 15 already. Yeah, no, that wasn't him. Because yeah. I definitely went to school with some, oh, yeah. some dudes like that. Yeah, Those kids too. in middle school. You come were back like from summer and you're just like, whoa, what, what happened to your face? Like, <laughs> where did that come from? What's up, yeah. guys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> Had the body odor in like the second grade. Oh, you're yeah. Like, hey, it's like, I didn't even have to wear deodorant <laughs> until like 11th grade. Well, maybe yeah. I did, but yeah. you didn't, you know. Wasn't maybe really you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really you know. Didn't know. Nobody didn't told to. you yet that you stunk. The hormones. You know, the hormones weren't really raging in, until then. It was no. a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer, too. It's okay, Chris. It's all right. <laughs> Here we are, 31 years old, soon to be 32, and getting better by the day. Still wearing Just trying to be like Jed. <laughs> trying to be like Jed when I grow up. Yeah. Trying to lose your hair? Yeah. <laughs> My Native American blood will oh, make sure yeah. that doesn't it'll, happen. It'll never go away. Yeah. That's cool. I'll donate some. Some hair? Do you want some rabby? Do you me? want some rabby, uh, rabby hair? Listen, so rabby I, just, I just got back from uh, the D.C. area. We were visiting my uh, wife's family, and they have these two beautiful kids. Um, I want to say they're four, around that age. And my wife calls me all the time, bald man. Uh-huh. Like, that's just how she refers to me. Hey, bald man. <laughs> that's how she likes it, Hey, bald it, man. Though. Bald man. All uh-huh. the time. All the time. So we're walking at the park with these kids, and one of them is trying to get my attention, and she turns around, and she's just like, hey, you big bald man. Uh, <laughs> like, what did you just say Right. Me? <laughs> what did you call me? Aww. Did you say bald man? And I just like looked at my wife, and I was just like, look at what you've done. Aww. Did she defend your honor? She thought it was hilarious. She just laughed. She just laughed at oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that's where she needed to step up and be like, look. Only the four. Or, yeah. Here, that's look at. my bald man. <laughs> right. And to you, he's Mr. Bald Man. Mr. Bald Man. Yeah. I'll put you in your place, Uncle four-year-old. Aw. Yeah. yeah. Bald is good. Bald's I'm not, totally I'm, in now, though. So it is. Yeah, fine. I kind of lucked out that I, like, I transitioned. You came at this time. Right yeah. in the period. In the which, 90s, it would have been tough. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't the Dwayne was Johnsons like, and Jason Stathams. To it was me and like the lead singer Disturbed. 
Well, <sighs> that would have been tough it. company. <laughs> that would have been it. That's tough company. <laughs> it would have been totally fine though, because we all looked like idiots in the nineties. So don't fair. you worry. I had about a bowl that. cut. Did you? Who am I? Yeah, yeah, I probably rocked the bowl cut longer than I should have. I had frosted yeah. tips. Ooh. Like with it's probably you, a good thing I did went. They use bald. the cap. <laughs> I would do like the the colored gel tips, mm. but I wouldn't ever get the blonde highlights. No, mine were blonde. I think I would look silly. I had the blonde tips. Frosty. It was bad. So frosty. It was real bad. And Stay then, like, frosty. when I didn't have it spiked up, I just looked like a redneck uh, Slim Shady. Ooh. <laughs> just nice. had, like, the bleached hair. Like you were always on your way to a rap battle somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awful. It's probably a good thing I went bald. Oh wow! You know what? Don't say that about yourself. That and I had a you, mohawk. You pull for a it while, off though. Like, you got a nice. Had, you got a nice head, Jed. You have a nice skull. Yeah, it works. Good bone structure. Great bone structure. Great yeah. skin. It's beautiful. You're beautiful, man. Thank you. I we're gonna we're gonna end 2018 positive. on a positive. See, Chris, I like how you t- you know turned that. It just you're so beautiful. It just you know we're putting it out there. You should should we thank all the listeners for tuning yeah. in this year? Yeah, I mean we've been we've been kicking for. Half a year now, I think. Yeah. I want to say we first started posting in like July-ish, somewhere in that yeah. area. Yeah. It's been a it's been almost a whole year since we started off the initial D and D campaign that got this thing started. So that's the Godfather podcast. That yep. Well, no, so the the campaign. Ah uh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. a little backstory to that. Yeah. Um when we first decided to start up 13 Palm Trees, it originated from a desire to play <laughs> a desire to play D&D. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was Michael and Daniel had gotten the idea that why don't we do our own podcast and we do a D&D podcast. And so we started playing D&D because nobody had played and it just kind of went from there. Well, and it's super fancy in here. You've got like real mics and yeah, we 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 built it up just like little by little. And we've just been accumulating things. I mean, and we kicked it off with such a bang with the popcon. Like that was that was the first thing that we yeah. ever did that was like official thirteen palm trees business. You know, here we are. Was at the popcon coming out loud and proud. just like you know meeting people, shaking hands, making moves. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. and it's, it's taken off. Yeah, it's, it's taken year. off. Yeah. I haven't been here long, but it, we've met a lot of nice people and interesting people with some You know, that's stories. probably been the best part about Wasted for me. I look forward to this every week, yeah. I, I have, like, re- I have bad social anxiety. And so, like, I'm always nervous coming into the interviews. But within, like, the first couple of minutes, it always just goes right away, yeah. you know? And yeah. then you just talk. And it's just it every loose. everyone that we meet in here is awesome. Yeah, All the artists, all the businesses, business owners, everybody that we've gotten to deal with through this whole thing have been fantastic until the de boys come except for yeah except for disillusion effect they were pretty terrible it's it's his band and worst kept secret i'm just glad i I wasn't here for that one well i I thought we had fun well apparently the podcast team doesn't feel the same it was it's all in the perspective it's yeah yeah (laughs) well i had fun well that's all that matters party pooper (laughs) maybe if you would have drank the rye whiskey with us 
I had to drive. Ooh, I had to drive. Had the and wife. then I had to work the you next day. You could have had the wife pick you up. You could have worked. You made the right decision not drinking the whiskey. You did. It was early. I can't even smell whiskey anymore. <laughs> oh, I love whiskey. Uh, Me too. I loved it too when I was in college. I, lo- I But I think I loved it a little too much and I will never love it again. That's how I did. That's Jägermeister. That's oh, my, yes, don't my even say it. Story. Whiskey's not a, a drink that I like to drink and get real drunk on. You know, I might I might catch a quick buzz on some whiskey, but what I don't like about whiskey drunk is like you wake up the next day Ooh. and you just feel like a sponge that got left mm-hmm. out in the sun. Yeah, brown liquor is kind of Ooh. generally just not extra good. dehydrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's, rough. it's pretty awful. Rough. Yeah, that's when the Pedialyte comes in. That's where you got to come in with the electrolytes. Mm, doesn't matter. Maybe a greasy pizza. Like yeah. I have a terrible taste in my mouth right now just talking thinking about, about whiskey <laughs> and then he had to bring out the jaegermeister Jaeger. and i'm like oh no seriously yeah. drink that licorice Ugh. i have a friend oh, who's oh. who Jaeger still bombs. drinks jaegermeister i'm like renee what the hell how are you not over jaegermeister we're like in our 40s we all have those Please. couple of friends well in the like, real weird shot of renee's a, she's or they a hoot. they're like hey will you want to do a shot and you're like i don't really want to no. but okay and then they order you a shot of jaeger Ew. and you're torn you're like Mm-mm. Do I shut this down <laughs> or yes. do I suck it up and potentially vomit? I've only seen maybe once or twice, but I have met people in my life that will pour a glass of Jaeger like you would a glass of whiskey. Nope. Don't. And drink it like Mm-mm. that. Don't. Yeah. I'm going to say this because I have so, three that teenagers. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Don't drink Jaegermeister. Yeah, yeah don't. kids. Don't kids, do it. Kids, don't do it. You will regret it. Drink idea. seven up. Ginger ale if you're Ginger feeling ale. real <laughs> saucy. Yeah, if you want to get real crazy, get one of the glass glass bottle sodas. Yeah, the, ooh, those are nice. The original Coca Cola <laughs> with real sugar. Yeah, Jones Cola, Jones sodas, just made with pop. real sugar. Yeah, that's the good stuff. I feel like we came up in like a really weird time for drinking though, because like right when we're like the first I, generation energy drink generation. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was about to say when yeah, I went into that, the military. Obviously, you know, it's the Navy, and then I was Jolt. a corpsman, so I was with the Marines. So it's like Navy, sailors, and Marines, and all we did was drink all the time. Was, yeah. Whew. Yeah. But, I mean, just four locos, like, those things are oh so Oh, my terrible. God, yeah. God, like, I'm amazed that I don't have, like, They banned those damage. for a little while. They well, took yeah, them off. They, they had took to them reformulate the them because yeah. they were they were like they were really bad. Bad for you. For you. The yeah. malt liquor like, energy drink. Uh, for you. <laughs> well, so we bad. had Jolt Cola when Jolt, I was growing yeah. up. Jolt was. Do like you remember the Josta? No. The Josta soda made by the Coca Cola company. No, I do not. Oh. It was like a fruity. <laughs> uh, it, I guess you would compare it maybe to like a Dr Pepper. It was real dark and had like. You you couldn't tell anyone what it tasted like. It was just a weird hybrid syrup Ew. of things, yeah. and it had like a panther on it. Oh. <laughs> that must have made been short lived. Made with bits of real panther. It's made of bits. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it works. I think that was short lived. I think. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it, it was, was probably a bad. And surge. 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 Yeah, surge came on. They brought it back, Joel. and it wasn't the same. Yeah. I was really disappointed. And there was something else that came after surge. That mm. came in a green bottle. Mm. I don't uh, know. I can't remember. Somebody out there is like yelling it right now. Yeah. Like they know the answer, yeah. but what? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to be able to think of it. No. But funny story. Um, I went to Bridgeport uh, in high school and I would go to the big lots <laughs> and I would buy the huge cases of like damaged 
um, energy drinks. And I would always get the the Lost brand energy drinks. This was before like Monster and Red Bull had like really blown up and were in stores all over the place. Right. Um, and they were really expensive. So, but I would buy these cheap discounted energy drinks and then I would just sell them to people at school. Oh my gosh. For like $2 a piece. Jed slanging (laughs) cans of poison. You were an entrepreneur back in the day. I would do that. that. I would do that all the time. Uh, even after I had quit, I smoked and dipped. And even after I had quit, uh, dipping and smoking, anytime that we would ever have to go out to the field, I would bring with me like two or three cartons of cigarettes mm-hmm. and like three or four so. logs of dip. And after like the first couple of days, nobody ever brings enough yeah. ever. Yeah. So after the first couple of days, people are, bu- you know, trying to bum and it's just like, Hey, you know, here, uh, here's a pack of cigarettes when we get back. Cause obviously nobody has money with them, but I would be like, it's 10 bucks. Whenever we get back, you owe me 10 bucks. Yeah. Ooh, the no, New just... York, the New York city price. Oh yeah. Well, Newports were more. Oh, the Newports. <laughs> I would do 15 cause those were a, a hot commodity menthol my yep. father-in-law was in the uh, vietnam war and they, he said when they would send out, i can't remember what they're called you probably remember the um like the mess kits whatever it was uh, uh it's, it's three letters mre okay yeah. that the that the guys would pitch all the food out of them and just go for the cigarettes yeah because the food was probably terrible well they were just, and they wanted <laughs> the cigarettes so bad that's how yeah crazy that was but anyway speaking of vietnam i recently watched apocalypse now Ooh, for the first it. time I watched it a long time ago, but not enough to really wrap your head around. It's very dark. Very yeah. dark. Very dark movie. Yeah. yeah. Which Man. is why I've never watched and it. And long, dude. It was like almost three it hours. It is long. Yeah. But it was good, though. I didn't, I didn't remember that Harrison Ford was in that piece. That was one of his first movies. Harrison Ford was in it? Yeah. He plays one of the officers giving uh, Senior Sheen his mission at the base before he goes out huh. to find Marlon Brando. Wow, I actually saw it f- somewhat recently, and I didn't catch that. I don't yeah. know how I missed that. How dare you miss Harrison Ford, sir? Oh, no. Maybe you how dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you, sir? That's a sin. It is. <laughs> but I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know, but that was a good little fun fact. Good little fun fact. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> so any closing points that you would like to make about Coco and June? Oh, Coco and June. That's why we're here. <laughs> we do this every every <laughs> That's time. Okay. I was yeah. like, every oh, time. We... Like, I, we have to try to like circle back around to it every now and then. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, like... no, because I, I told you I'm like squirrel brain. So yeah. that's how I roll too. Oh, yeah. um, just look for some new stuff coming out in 2019. And like I said earlier, I'm going to be funneling into really what uh, moves me and what my passion is. And you know, go from there with that. So lots of colors, lots of good stuff coming awesome. in 2019. And, and you, said that, <laughs> you said that there's Uh-huh. And then do you have Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook um, at Coco and June. Um, I'm pretty religious about uh, hopping on, every, well, Monday through Friday-ish. Um and uh, yeah, so and then on Instagram stories, I do a lot on there with the process and my. Now, dog. if somebody sees you post like a, a painting on Instagram, uh-huh. can they just message you? And yes, be like, hey, always. I want that? Yeah, DM me for sure. Cool. Um, and then also, you get you can purchase directly from my website what is on my website. So the shirts are always on my website. 
Um, some of my art, not so much, um, because like I'll make one piece and then it, you know, somebody might buy it before I even post it on, right. um, on my website. So, but there's going to be some changes to my website in 2019, um, like going along with that, um, funneling down jazz. So, yeah. So, yeah. but always, if you see something that you like, send me a message. Always. 24-7. Yeah, no, not really. But <laughs> 24-7. 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Send that DM. <laughs> I will get back to you eventually, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasonable. No, Reasonable yeah. turnaround. Yeah, time. yes, for sure. So, yeah, so that's good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And Thanks my voice the stayed the whole time. It did, it did. You crushed it. Yeah. It, yeah. You okay. went in here. It's all this that is like your in flu this game. Tea. This yeah. is like your Jordan yeah. flu game. Yeah. I thought about that, actually. The flu. <laughs> this is your flu game. <laughs> I actually thought about that last night in my state of delirium. I was like, man, I got to go do this podcast. And it's like that one 30 for 30 that I saw when he had the flu. And it's very comparable. This is very it comparable. Is. I, I would, <laughs> it is. I'm totally Michael Jordan right <laughs> Pretty now. Pretty much neck Game neck, six, right? NBA finals, you know, wasted local talent podcast. Podcast yeah. in Fairmont, West Virginia. Yes, totally yeah. the same. They definitely line up yeah, in terms but, of importance. No, but I appreciate you guys having me. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank I'm you for being I'm glad I made it. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Adios. Cause it's so-